Welcome, 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 my friend. We have another fantastic podcast for you today as we wrap up the first month of the new year and head into February. February, the month of love, the month of romance, the month of all matters of the heart. And while I have dedicated my entire career Almost my whole life on radio has been spent talking about the ups and downs, the highs, the lows, the hurt, the healing, the joy of our emotional hearts, falling in love, the love of our children and our grandchildren. Today, I'm going to be joined by a very special guest that's going to encourage us to build a better relationship with our physical hearts, our actual blood pumping in the chest, that organ that we all need to live hearts. The month of February is American Heart Month, and when the American Heart Association encourages us to go red for women, the hope is that by wearing red, it'll help to bring awareness to the fact that cardiovascular disease, heart disease, is a leading cause, the leading cause of death for women, number one. Ahead of all other illnesses and injuries. That's concerning. That's an issue. That's something we need to pay attention to because there's a tremendous amount we can do for ourselves to increase our heart health and reduce our chance of leaving our loved ones behind prematurely. I mean, we got to do what we got to do to stay as healthy as we can, right? With us today on this podcast is a force to be reckoned with. Katrina McGee, Executive Vice President of the American Heart Association. She has been working to educate folks about women's health issues for a few decades now. She knows what she's talking about. We're going to get to the heart of the matter right after I give my new podcast sponsor, Laura Geller Cosmetics, a little love. They create makeup for women over 40. I've had fun discovering their many beautiful lipstick shades. Their Balance and Brighten Powder Foundation is designed to help glide over and blur fine lines. It never cracks or cakes. Find all of their products at laurageller.com. At laurageller.com, L-A-U-R-A, geller.com. They offer free shipping on foundation returns so you can find the right color for your skin type. Save 25% off when you use promo code Laura25 at checkout. Hello, my friend. How are you? How are you? I'm so excited to get to talk to you today. I got to meet you years ago. Uh, I think we were in Dallas or Fort Worth. It was in Dallas. And you, as my business partner Craig says, remember she is a force to be reckoned with. That was his description. (laughs) And I laughed. I said, oh, I remember her. She's like... Energy plus energy, you're like the Energizer Bunny. Absolutely. I was, you know what? I believe in starting with gratitude and ending with grace. So I'm I'm just trying to keep it positive all day long, Delilah. Well, if you start with gratitude and you end with grace, how can you go wrong? I learned years ago a little trick. Well, not a trick, but a, a little wisdom or a little truth that few people share or teach, and maybe they don't know it because I didn't know it. And that is that every time I've encountered a major issue, a major problem, something that I thought was a major heartache, 
every time without fail, God used that to push me to a much better understanding of grace, of mercy, of goodness. And I stopped looking at problems as problems and started, you know, kind of reframing them as, okay, God, this is an opportunity. This is like back to college. This is the the college of hard knocks. What are you trying to teach me? That is the truth, Dolly. It absolutely is. I I believe that with all my heart. I asked God a long time ago to help me love people like God loves people. And I don't think I knew what I was asking at the time. Because <laughs> <laughs> what does he do? He doesn't just like supernaturally cover us with that grace and love so that, oh, we're so happy and, and, and patient. No, he gives us those life lessons. Exactly. Exactly. Oh my goodness, that is so true. I this you know, this is my second time working at American Heart Association and I told my team the first time I worked there, I wanted to change the world. Like I felt like I could make a difference around the world and this was so awesome. And now I just wanna love people. You know, I want to make a difference to the person in front of me because I have discovered when I focus on that, it totally shifts the atmosphere. You really want to transform communities. You really want to transform lives. You have to start with the people that God places in your path and just love them, just love them to life. And so that is that is my passion now. It's not about trying to change the world. It's, it's one heart at a time for me. And I'm I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. Um to be in that position. And um, yeah, even in the midst of all of our chaos, I just feel like there's such opportunity and joy in life even still. So, Well, I wrote uh, a book by that title a couple of years ago, just talking about that very thing and that in order to change the world for good, I can't see any way to do it on a large scale except by doing it on a small scale by starting with the the people in your house and then expanding to the people in your family and then the people in your circle and the people in your community. And if we can do that, if we can be kind and loving and generous and, and patient, we can change the world for good. Yeah, I believe that too. So I'm going to send you some copies of my book that you can share with whoever you're inspired to share them with. But today, Katrina McGee, I want to introduce you to my audience uh, who have not had the pleasure of meeting you because you are such a beautiful woman. God has graced you with external beauty and internal beauty. But the thing that I love most is that you have spent your entire career helping women to love themselves and take better care of themselves. And that's not a message we hear often enough. It is absolutely true. I believe when women band together in passionate purpose, there's nothing we can't do. And it has been my life's pleasure to teach women, equip women, empower them to take care of themselves, of their health, to live their lives with grace for themselves and for each other. And so I am honored to meet your audience and to spend some time with you today. So we're going to talk about a lot of things. First off, first and foremost, February is American Heart Month, and you are with the American Heart Association. And I read a fact before I interviewed you that blew me away. And this is something that my podcast director, my my executive producer, 
shared with me that one out of three women will die of heart disease. Is that could that possibly be correct? Yeah, heart disease is the number one killer of women. But the challenge is most of them don't know it. I mean, it's really crazy because we think it's all these other things, and yet it, it's heart disease. And so part of what we're doing this February in particular is sounding the alarm to younger women, to more diverse women, um, that heart disease is the number one killer. And we kind of live fear. we got to get in the driver's seat of our own health. How can that possibly be when I think of heart attack. If you say the word heart attack or heart disease and I close my eyes, I see uh, an elderly or middle-aged man sitting in front of a TV set with a beer in his hand, you know, having a heart attack. That's what, in my mind, heart disease is. And when I'm reading these statistics and the number of young women, the, the number of women my age and younger that are leaving us prematurely because of heart disease. How can that be, Katrina? Well, part of it is that we just don't know, and we think it's something else. Sometimes the symptoms for women manifest differently, so we're misdiagnosed or we misaccuse ourselves. Many of us have uncontrolled hypertension, and they call it the silent killer, so you don't know you have it, and things just get progressively worse. And then there are, of course, you know, the things that we can control, like our diet and exercise, which have been so hard lately in the middle of the pandemic. We prioritize everything else first, and our health is the thing that gets pushed to the side first. I'm raising my hand and giving you a, an amen because that's me. That's me. I have high blood pressure. I know I need to walk every day. If I walk two or three miles a day, my health is good. My heart is strong. My blood pressure is under control. That with my medication. If I don't... And because I'm homeschooling the kids now and they're out of school and the pandemic and work, I can't even tell you the last time I had a chance to walk. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, women wear a lot of hats. And so this is definitely not a judgment. This is not a you should be doing better type moment for me because I believe in embracing grace. And so, the, you know, the things that we prioritize, they're important. That's for sure. They, they are still things we have to do. And yet we have to find moments, moments that we can take the kids outside and go for a walk together or take 30-minute time out. You know, I tell people, schedule joy breaks in your day. The other thing that exercise does for you, oh, my goodness, it releases those positive endorphins. And you just, you would be so amazed how much a walk outside or just a little bit of exercise will change your mental state for the better. Amen. That's so, so true for me. I have to give myself a timeout sometimes because <laughs> yeah. I'm getting fussy with the kids and then I just have to go out and stand outside and breathe deep. So let's, I don't like statistics because I think a lot of people tune out or get lost with statistics, but this is important stuff to share. Uh, the number one killer of women is cardiovascular disease, claiming the lives of one in three one woman dies every 75 seconds in the world from cardiovascular disease? 
Yeah, it's crazy, right? And yet you don't really hear about it. And that's why our Go Red for Women movement is so important because it is, you know, women having a conversation just like you and I saying, girl, are you taking care of yourself? When's the last time you checked your blood pressure? Let's go out and walk together. Let's take the kids and just go out for a walk. You know, it is woman to woman standing with each other and for each other, challenging us to take better care of ourselves. I mean, we, we have to do it because if we don't remind each other, be each other's accountability partners, you know, encourage each other to, to see the doctor, to um, take our blood pressure medicine, to do all the things we know to do, we can so easily set it to the side. Here's another fact that blew me away. And because... Of my eight daughters, six of them are black women, black girls that are growing into black women. And I read a statistic more than half, 57 percent of women of color and close to 42 percent of Hispanic women have some form of cardiovascular disease. Yeah, that's, that's right. Not only to have some form of cardiovascular disease, but to have lower outcomes from it. But, you know, the good news about that is there are things we can do. And so, you know, I go back to uh, sharing the word, telling each other, you know, we have to take care of ourselves, uh, ensuring that, you know, as, as African-Americans and Latinx women, that we participate in clinical trials, that we speak up, that we get involved in our own health care, because it is possible to survive. You know, most strokes are preventable, and people don't know that. So when, people, when you think about it, there is so much that we can do to be healthier, that we can do to take care of ourselves. And I really like to focus there because the statistics can be overwhelming, right? Like, oh my God, I'm going to get it anyway. But the truth is there's a lot that you can do to reduce your risk. So obviously walking, um, being healthy, making healthy eating choices, uh, saying no to the extra cube of butter that I put in the mashed potatoes. <laughs> oh man, I made Katrina, I made the best sour cream mashed potatoes last night, but I know they're, they're not heart healthy. I know that. You know what? The funny thing is I, I tend to look at our diet and say, eat an overall balanced diet, you know, everything in moderation. So if you are eating lots of leafy green vegetables, lean meat, if you're not having the sour cream mashed potatoes every night, you're probably okay. I think that we have to, to approach our nutrition from a balanced perspective. And it's one of the things that I love about um, American Heart Association is they don't generally operate in extremes. You know, um, there is the balance to everything in life. And so part of it is making sure that you see your healthcare provider regularly, your doctor, nurse, practitioner, or whomever um, takes care of your health with you, and that you be a partner in that. Like you ask questions about how to take best care of yourself, that you uh, challenge things that you don't agree with and not just take things for granted, that you take the medication um, that is prescribed and, and do all you can to make sure that you're following an overall healthy lifestyle. You know, moderation in our food, diet and exercise, and I don't mean exercise like ready to fall out every day. We don't have to go to a gym. Like you said, a great walk, a 30-minute walk every day will be wonders for your health. 
Okay, so what would you say if you if you lived here uh, closer in my area and we were being safe, you know, taking all the precautions? Uh, should we get together once a day, once a week? How can we as sisters, friends, encourage one another, help one another to stay healthy and build those stronger bonds of heart love, the emotional kind? What what would we do? Like paint a picture for me. Uh, what you would suggest for women who are listening right now and men, uh, because, you know, we all we all need to have healthy hearts. Just give me some simple tips. Uh, you said green leafy vegetables. My husband and I have been making salads every night for dinner since COVID hit because we thought, wow, we really need to have a strong immune system. So let's get more green leafy vegetables into ourselves and the kids. So that's one change that we've made. Yeah. We have a, a green leafy vegetable with every meal now. But what are some other little simple things we can do to help ourselves? And so let me just say, you got to have some fun with it, right? Because we've been in the house for a while now, or, you know, we've kind of gotten in a rut. So my girlfriends and I, at the start of this year, decided to do like this little recipe swap thing. So every week we have a group test and we're posting in their new recipes. Because I, I don't know about you, but I got tired of everything that I could cook. <laughs> so I needed some inspiration. And um, the latest thing I've had, I know this is so corny, but I made the best kale salad with craisins and little raisins, and then I roasted the pecans, and oh, my God, it was so good. And I had this grilled craisin chicken on top of it. It was so yummy. It was so yummy. Um, but it, it's about eating different things and finding things that appeal to your palate um, because it's not just one thing. You know, I love Brussels sprouts. Some people hate Brussels sprouts. And so you you won't know unless you try some things that you haven't tried before. So that's the first thing. Like get out of the food rut and try something new. Do you have a website or something where you can post those recipes from your girlfriends for all of us to enjoy? <laughs> you know what? I don't have a website. I can post those recipes, but I can give you hundreds of recipes from the American Heart Association. There was a great one I tried that had spaghetti squash in it with some spaghetti sauce on top of it. So instead of the noodles, you put the spaghetti sauce in there and it was really super yummy. So we'll have to send you some links to some of those great recipes so we can try something different. Well, we love, we, we raise spaghetti squash at our farm, so we love doing that. That's what we've been doing for years is using the spaghetti squash instead of noodles. But I'm just thinking for my listeners, if they go to the American Heart Association website, will they find a plethora of fabulous recipes that they can start incorporating? Absolutely. If you go to heart.org, there's a healthy living tab and it will have recipes there for you. Uh, there is a wonderful meditation on there called Calm Abiding. When you're feeling anxious or overwhelmed, um, learning how to do this little five to seven minute meditation is a beautiful thing. Um, there's also some quick, simple exercise videos on both our YouTube and our website. So really anything you need from a like overall health healthy lifestyle perspective can be found in our healthy for good section. Okay. Again, that address is heart.org, heart.org. And that's so easy, especially since the month of February is all about the heart. So heart.org and then healthy living and live fierce are places people can go just for some, some tips to get started. Cause that's the hardest part. I mean, for me, 
once I get started, it's like a ball rolling down a hill. Once the ball gets rolling, I'm pretty good about follow through. It's the getting started. Yeah, it's it's the getting started. And part of it is the sticking with it. That's why I love that I have, you know, girlfriends who are walking with me during this path during the month of January, just to, to try different things and get out of my comfort zone. And, you know, just to even introduce myself to new foods that I don't normally eat. I mean, I know you have a farm and grow fresh vegetables, but some people don't. But, you know, I'm always surprised when I talk to people who don't really try a variety of vegetables because there's so much yummy stuff out there. I would venture to say there's probably something for everyone. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com iHeart. That's LifeLock.com iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. We picked, even though it's winter, we picked Swiss chard. I still have Swiss chard that grows in the garden. I picked some the other day and cooked it up for the kids and put a little vinegar, balsamic vinegar on it, and they loved it. So introducing more vegetables, more green leafy vegetables in their diet has definitely been a good thing. And again, I did that when COVID hit because I thought, the best thing we can do is be proactive. And so I just started looking up the things that we need to build our immune system. And it always came back to green leafy vegetables. Yep. Yep. You know, nature gives us virtually everything we need for healthy living. 
we've come so far away from eating fresh fruits and vegetables on a regular basis, and most of us have a lot of processed food in our diet. Um, but I find that the more that you eat from the earth, the more you shop on the outer rim of the supermarket, in general, the healthier you are. And so if you practice when you go to the store, go a ring around the grocery store first. Shop the outer aisle of the grocery store where all the fresh fruits and vegetables are, the fresh meats are, the fresh cheeses are. If you can shop the majority of the time there, you're probably eating pretty healthy. Yeah, don't even go down those aisles with the processed food. Don't even go down because if you go down, you're going to be tempted. A bag of chips is going to jump off the shelf into your cart. And before you even get home, it'll be half gone. So don't even go down those aisles. <laughs> that is so true. At least it is in my house. I mean, a bag of chips might last a day, day and a half. And I don't even have little kids that live here. See, that's the problem with having little kids is you always have an excuse. Oh, I'm getting this for the kids. No, you're not. No, no. When you see me going through the line and I have one of those little little Debbies in the cart or I got one of those little Bama pies, the pecan pie, don't let me lie through my teeth and tell you these are for the kids. Moderation. Uh-huh. <laughs> So we're going to try a live in healthier lifestyles. We're going to wear red on the 5th of February to get everybody talking about this and thinking about this. And how can we reach uh, the minorities, the population that is underserved and has no clue how important this is? How can we help our sisters to live longer, live healthier, and be more blessed. What can I do? I mean, as a mom, I know what I'm going to do, and I know a conversation I'm going to have with all my girls, but what else can I do? Well, I think one of the things we, we all can do is to help spread the word, wear red on February 5th, but then actively talk about it and share the information that the Heart Association puts out. You know, in communities around the country, the American Heart Association has um, partnerships with faith-based um, organizations, with organizations that serve African-American and Hispanic communities. And we need volunteers all the time. So if this is your passion point to help spread the word in under-resourced communities, definitely reach out to your local American Heart Association and find out how you can get engaged. If you're active on social media, wear red, post about it, continue to share it with your friends and elevate the word. And then finally, you know, reach out to your circle personally. I really feel like reaching out to the women in your life that you love, reaching out to the women you work with, those you care about, and saying, hey, have you, you know, done, have you seen your doctor this year? Are you trying to eat healthy? Can we do something together? I want to help women survive and thrive uh, during this time and be sure that we are safe from cardiovascular disease. You know, I, I find that the personal touch and really genuinely caring about those people around you and opening the conversation helps you be able to spread the word. I have a, a young woman who is not one of my adult children. I mean, I, I did not adopt her. She has a family, but she is a daughter of my heart, a beautiful African-American woman who went to see her doctor and her doctor said, you know, you need to lose a few pounds because your numbers are going up. And she came over and I had made something, you know, that that was not very heart healthy. And she said, Mama, I can't. I really want to take better care of myself and I want to stop the problem before it starts 
And I'm so proud of her because she did it. Like she followed her doctor's orders and she started changing her diet and she lost the weight. And she not only looks fabulous, but I can tell she feels so much better. Um, And she's like, get those mashed potatoes away from, get thee behind me, Satan, with those mashed potatoes. (laughs) I love it. I love to hear those success stories. You know, I think during COVID, a lot of us are feeling challenged. I bet if everybody was honest and we talked about how much weight we put on during COVID, we've probably gained enough for a football team. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what? And I'm raising my hand over here too, right? I mean, definitely. We all have. It's, it has been a struggle to stay active and to eat, right? You want comfort food. You feel right. like you need comfort food when the world around you is in chaos. And again, you know, I, I try to handle that all with grace, which means that, you know, if I feel myself gaining weight or I feel myself sluggish, I use that as a reminder to get up and get moving. I use that as an incentive to say, okay, tomorrow I'm going to eat a salad and um, lean chicken. Yes, I ate Mexican food last night and it was yummy. And, (laughs) you know, I just can't beat myself up about it. But I think, you know, it is that continuous pursuit of good health that we're most after because, you know, none of us are going to be perfect all the time. But Delilah, I believe if we if we keep good health top of mind, it will always bring us back to those behaviors that we know are in our best interest. And, you know, what, what your daughter did was make a courageous choice to live fierce, to do with what was in her own best interest. And it was not easy because she's got, you know, three kids at home and her husband, and she loves to bless them with food. Our love language is is sharing food. So it was very courageous and very fierce for her to say, nope, I am going to take care of me. Yeah, yeah. I, I love that. And when we see people doing that, I mean, how wonderful it is that she has you to encourage her and stand alongside her. That's what we have to do for each other as sisters, right? It's, it's just when somebody is trying to affirm that effort. And um, I, that's what Go Red for Women is all about, to keep us all encouraged, to keep us all um, on the path in pursuit of good health uh, and to share ideas and tips and what's working for each other. So tell me about your Loving On Me Academy. Yes, yes, yes. So I started Loving On Me because I was really passionate about helping women love themselves and each other more. I had just come out of this um, uh, anxiety-filled, overwhelming um, burnout, really. And I said, you know, I got to find a way to do what I love, but to do it differently. And Paint a picture for us. Like what was going on in your life? What were you doing? What choices were you making or what was your circumstances? Because there's there's two things in life that we have to deal with. One is circumstances that are visited upon us that we have no say over. We have no say over the family right. we're born into, our ethnicity, our height, our any of that. And then the second thing is is things that are visited upon us, like circumstances of, of betrayal or divorce or jobs that are abusive. So what was going on in your world that was leading you to this stressed out situation? I was working at what I thought was my dream job, and we had a huge blow up with another nonprofit while I was working at Susan G. Komen. And I 
started to get in this cycle of every day trying to control everything and everybody. You know how we see something and we feel like, no, don't do that. No, no, say this. Don't do that. You're trying to control everybody trying to manage situations that are often out of your control where you've developed codependent relationships and where you want things to just go along as you perceive they should be. And I finally hit a wall where I thought, Delilah, I was having a heart attack and a stroke at the same time. My face was getting numb. My chest was tight. And I, instead of going to the doctor right away, I doubled up on my blood pressure medicine because I thought, okay, I'm in a stressful situation. I know what this is. I'm just going to take care of it. And finally, my son said, listen, I need you to go to the doctor because I only have one mom and I need you to take care of you. And I got to tell you, I've met so many women who have symptoms, who their body, their spirit is telling them something wrong, that they're having a life interrupted moment, but they won't stop and take care of themselves until something catastrophic happens. And so, you know, my son said, I don't want that to be you. So I went to the doctor and he said, you're not having a heart attack. You're having an anxiety attack and you're having it all day, every day. And when you feel lightheaded, it's because your body is not getting enough air. And Delilah, I didn't, I wasn't even sure anxiety attacks were real until I had them myself. And he said, you have two choices. I can either put you on medication or you can be courageous enough to change your circumstances. Like this is not healthy for you. And so I took some time off in a way I was suffering from exhaustion. I was having the anxiety attacks and it really was a life interrupted moment. But I just believe, you know, God can use your life interrupted moments and take you from what you know best to get to know him better, like to really focus on what the spirit is saying to you. And that's what happened to me. And I started telling my story of what happened. I realized there were so many other women around me who did not understand how to love themselves enough to make the hard choices. And so I ended up writing this book to take people on that journey with me from being a hot mess, suffering from anxiety attacks to unconditional self-worth. And um, it was along that journey that I met a lot of women from around the world, actually, who had experienced the same thing. And and it became this movement, this loving on me movement. Um, And I realized I can help you learn to love yourself more, um, but you really needed help, honestly, on how to manage your life and your career too. So I set up a Loving On Me Academy first to help people get in the driver's seat of their life and to set priorities. And second, to learn to do what you love, to find a career in what you love or be courageous enough if you're not doing that to do something different. And that that became my work for many, many years. And, you know, I really still do some element of that, even though I'm at American Heart now, because I have always been in love with helping women take charge of their health and their life and to do the thing that they are most called to do. So do you have teachers at this Loving On You Academy? I mean, do you have classes at the Academy? What does it look like? I do. I have online classes. I have three classes that are out there currently. I'm working on uh, another class because, you know, COVID has been a master class for us on many things. And so I want to set up a couple of more classes uh, for that. And, and I put it online because I found that 
so many people did not have access to what they needed. And so I wanted to give it to the broadest audience possible. Um, so I set up online courses and occasionally a couple of times a year, I also do group coaching um, because I believe in women helping women. Uh, and that's, you know, that's, that's my passion. I love putting women in charge of their lives. I just believe it is so liberating to be who you were created to be and who not who you thought you had to be um, because somebody else set up priorities for you or you're trying to live up or down to somebody else's expectations. Amen. So if somebody wants to take a class at the Loving On You or Loving On Me Academy, how do they do that, Katrina? How, where do they go? They go to lovingonmeacademy.com. And they will find all of the classes there. You know what? I bet probably 25, 35% of my callers every single night are women that would benefit from that because they call me because they're stressed out. They call me because they're trying to control their adult children's addictions or their uh, partner's philanderings or they're trying to control the finances of their household and it's out of control right now and they just... They call me because they're heartbroken, because they're exhausted, because their life is a hot mess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have been there and I can so relate. You know, I I talk about that in Loving on Me, um, my first book, because it's so easy to slip into codependent relationships where we are trying to control another person or live that other person's life for them. And, and the truth of it is, you know, we think that we are helping people. We think that that's the right thing to do. But you are not called to live anyone else's life but your own. And in truth, those people don't love you for that. They actually resent us for that. And so it is healthy and liberating when you learn to break codependent relationships. Um, But it is not easy. It is not easy. And the minute you, you try to set those boundaries, I will tell you, the minute you try to set those boundaries, the minute you start saying, no, 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 that doesn't work for me. Nope. Can't do that. Nope. Not paying that. Nope. You're not taking my car. Sorry. They get really mean. Because they don't want they don't they don't want you to stop being codependent. They don't want you to take care of you. They want you to fix them. Right. Yes, that is so very true. And yet it is completely unhealthy for you and them for things to stay the way they are. This is why I believe so much in sisterhood. This is why I believe in women helping women and understand the need to have a good group of girlfriends and connections who can speak truth to you in love because often we can't see this in ourselves. And this, whether this is our health, our, like our physical health, our mental health, our spiritual health, you know, we are doing things that we would tell our friends, don't do that. No, oh my goodness, girl, you don't have to live that way. Of course, you don't have to pay his rent every month. Of course, you should take time for you. But it sometimes takes somebody outside of your circumstances to say those things to you because people see us based on how we're living, how we're showing up, the good things that we are doing. We are constantly judging ourselves on what we perceive we should do or could have done or didn't do. And and it often takes that outside perspective to say it really is okay it just is a good thing that you are not doing that anymore it is a good thing that you're taking time for yourself 
Thank you, Katrina. Thank you for spending some time with us today. Thank you for being passionate about women's health and women's hearts and women's sisterhood. And any time you want to share a healthy recipe, call me, okay? I absolutely will do that. Now, I'm going to see you in your red on February 5th, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you know what? Red is one of my favorite colors. I decorate with it. My house has got red accents and I am going to wear red. But more importantly, I'm really going to make it a point to talk to my daughters, my friends, especially women of color, about the importance of paying really good attention to their heart. Thank you. Thank you. It's so important. And I so appreciate you letting me spend some time with you today. I loved it. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Take care. You know, for more than 40 years, for more than four decades, I have tried to be a comfort to those suffering from a wounded heart. I've tried to encourage people to live from their heart to love from their heart. I was a champion. I've been a champion. I've tried to be for the healing heart, a celebrant of the happy heart. I try to pass on all the great advice I can, a lot from my own personal experiences. I've been around the block three times, maybe four, and I like to share stories other people's stories. Katrina McGee does the same. The only difference is that my work, my show, is about the emotional heart, the joy, the love, the tears in our heart. Katrina's work is about the physical heart, our cardiovascular health. Each of us, me and Katrina, wants you to live your best life, live your life to the fullest, with joy, with purpose, with intent, Please take her advice, do I dare say it, to heart, live fierce, prioritize your health, live purposefully, live passionately. I encourage you every single day to love someone. That's my motto, my slogan in life. And perhaps I don't say it enough, but the very first person that that applies to is you. You can't love others if you're not taking care of yourself. So take care of yourself, take care of your heart. Uh, so that you will have the strength and the energy to take care of everyone else that you love. Valentine's Day just around the corner. You know where to tune in for the greatest love songs, the greatest love stories of all time. I share those with you every night. This year, when you're making your plans for the loves in your life, your sweetheart, your partner, your children, include yourself. The month of February is a great time to kickstart some healthier habits. Wear red on February 5th to help bring awareness to women's heart health and visit wearredday.org to learn more and to donate to Go Red. And ladies, if you're looking for tips and inspirations to take the next big steps in life, in your careers, and managing your health, you should visit lovingonmeacademy.com, lovingonmeacademy.com, where you will find amazing, empowering tips and information. Join me next time on Love Someone with Delilah. We're going to have a fabulous podcast season, a fabulous year, and I am excited, looking forward to sharing it with you, my friend. 